With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He just hates to take his nap, but he wouldn't fuss because of you being here, Miss Crawford. I'm afraid my son's in love with you. And I'm afraid it's mutual. <laughs> He's a darling. Mm. He really is. I'm pretty proud of Billy. He's been a good soldier through some rough times. He's doing wonderfully. Marion, how, how long? Uh, three years. Mm. We were living in an apartment in the city when it happened. Of course, we couldn't stay there. Billy had to be where everything was on one floor with easy access to the outdoors. He looks like he lives in the sunshine now. He just about does. Oh, the good Lord was certainly on my side to let me find this house. Susan. Oh, Susan, don't. Please don't. Did I say something wrong? No, Marion, of course not. Tell her, Joan. Tell Marion who I am and why I'm here. You're sure that's what you want, Susan? That's what I want. Tell her. Tell her everything. Like a heartbroken child ashamed of herself, Susan hid her face as I began to talk to Marion. It wasn't easy. But I told her the truth about Susan and Steve. About the way Susan came to doubt him and to be afraid of a future with him. And I hesitated, groping for words that wouldn't hurt Susan. But she wouldn't let me spare her. In a kind of monotone, she began to talk, quoting Steve, quoting the things he'd said about his life with Marion. Things things she couldn't believe. She told Marion how she'd begged me to come with her that day and how I'd refused to go in. That is, until I saw Billy. And then Susan said something that made me very proud of her. In my heart, I hoped coming out here would justify all the things he told me. I wanted to leave here feeling sorry for poor Steve. Instead, I'm so ashamed I could die. Oh, but you mustn't be. I think you were wise to come here, Susan. Only you've got to be fair to Steve. And it won't be easy for you to understand him... unless you've ever known a person who was frightened by illness. Of course I have. I've known people like that, Susan. When someone they love is ill, they're... Well, they're so terrified that they, they seem to have no sympathy at all. Yes, that's exactly the way Steve was when Billy was taken sick. And then when the long convalescence began, Steve rebelled against it with everything in him. Against you and Billy, you mean? No, Susan, no. Not actually. It was against fate. But you can't fight what you can't see, so Steve turned all that hopeless fury on Billy and me. He made himself believe that I neglected him and that Billy didn't love him. But how can you make excuses for a man like Marianne that? Marianne's not making excuses for Steve. She's trying to explain his actions, darling, so you'll understand. He needs understanding, Susan. You see, I, I don't love Steve anymore, but I, I feel terribly sorry for him. Well, there's just one more thing I want to know. How long has it been since Steve has visited Billy? Why, well, I'm not sure. Three months or four. Oh, but of course he's phoned. He's phoned. Susan, 
You're too worn out emotionally for any more of this. Come on, I'm going to take you home. All right. I'm ready to go home now. Susan asked me to drive back to town, and she sat beside me, pale and silent. For once, I was actually glad I had to fight heavy traffic every foot of the way. Then, when we were only a couple of miles from my house, she spoke for the first time since we'd left Marion's. I've decided what to do, Joan. I'm going to ride him. Just a short note that it's over. Well, I'm sure you'll do it kindly, Susan. After all, you and Steve were in love. Do you really believe that, Joan? I doubt it, Steve. He fought me for a selfish way of life. Do you really believe it was love? Well, since you ask me, no. No, I don't. I think you did what we all do at some time or other. You tried to convince yourself that something you wanted was real. But that doesn't make it any easier to get over. And the way to do it is to keep on the go. Keep busy at something. Don't sit home and remember. Go out and forget. And that's exactly what I'm going to do if I have to impose on every friend I've got. <laughs> like you, Charles. I'm not going to drop you at your house now. I'm just going to... I'm going to go right in with you. I'm inviting myself to supper. Am I welcome? You know you're always welcome, but... I, I think I should tell you I'm, I'm going to have a guest. At least the children are. He's coming to see them, not me. Oh, that would be Bob, of course. He's crazy about your four, isn't he? My four and every other child he knows. A man that crazy about kids would be a terrific person to know. Joan, I want to come to the party and meet Bob Willett. Sorry, Susan, but I, I just can't let you joke about Bob. Maybe you don't realize it, but, but you hurt him terribly. I don't want him hurt again. Oh, Joan, I didn't mean to be funny or flip when I said I wanted to meet Bob. I mean... Well, I, I guess it's like that game you play with the twins. Let's pretend... I'm pretending I never knew Steve Thompson or Bob Willett either. And I don't know Bob, Joan. Not really. But I'd like to so very much. I think I can arrange it in just a little while. And don't you dare cry or I'll change my mind. Here's my street. We're almost home. Oh, Joan, look at that sunset. We're driving right into it. The whole sky is crimson. Red sky at night. Sailor's delight. Remember how your father always used to say that to us, Susan? Oh, yes, of course. I haven't thought about it in years. Red sky at night. Sailor's delight. He told us it was a promise, Susan. Remember? A promise for a beautiful day tomorrow and smooth sailing ahead. So the curtain comes down on the final act of this week's Stars Over Hollywood show as presented by Carnation Evaporated Milk and starring Joan Crawford. In just a moment, we'll have news about next week's show. Meantime, how about a curtain call, Miss Crawford? Thank you, Art. I'd imagine, Miss Crawford, that such highly emotional roles as you're accustomed to playing on the screen can be quite exhausting. <laughs> yes, that's true, Art. And you can't guess how much I appreciate a few moments of relaxation afterwards. We've already anticipated that, Miss Crawford. Here's a bracing cup of hot coffee ready and waiting for you. Oh, there's nothing I like better. Well, I think you'll like this cup of coffee even more because it's creamed with carnation milk. Oh, does that make a difference? It certainly does. Just you taste it and see. Oh, I see what you mean. It's very smooth. Smooth, yes, and full-bodied, too. Richer because carnation has the consistency of good, rich cream. It's heavy enough to whip. And believe me, what that does for coffee is something every coffee drinker ought to know about. 
Why, do you know, Miss Crawford, that millions of coffee lovers actually like carnation better than cream for their coffee? Well, you know, Art, I'm not surprised. Oh, but here's a rather surprising thing. Carnation costs less than half as much as cream. So, can you blame us for saying, no matter how good coffee is, it's better when you cream it with carnation? And, Joan Crawford, for your wonderful performance today, we want you to have this bouquet of red and white carnations, just like those pictured on every can of carnation evaporated milk. Thank you, Art. The flowers are beautiful, and you've been a grand host. Now, tell me, what's your show about next week? Well, Joan, it'll be an exciting story called Filler to Adventure, and we're most fortunate in having as our special carnation guest that romantic young actor, MacDonald Carey. Well, you can be sure I'll be listening. Goodbye, Art, and thank you again. Goodbye, Miss Crawford. Today's story was written for Stars Over Hollywood by Helen Morgan. Supporting Miss Crawford were Lorene Tuttle, Anthony Barrett, Lillian Bayef, Anne Whitfield, and Rye Billsbury. Music by Rex Corey. Today's program was produced and transcribed by Carl Harwood. Ladies, when you shop for groceries today, be sure to have Carnation, the world's favorite brand of evaporated milk, on your shopping list. No other kind of milk has as many uses as Carnation. Carnation for cooking. Carnation for coffee. Carnation for baby feeding. Carnation Company and Stars Over Hollywood, this is Art Ballinger suggesting that you be sure to listen next Saturday for McDonald Carey in Filler to Adventure. Stay tuned now for Grand Central Station, which follows immediately over most of these stations. <laughs> <laughs>